0: file a weekly podcast about music, film, politics, and society from all around the peninsula. I'm Andre Goulet. On this episode, singer-songwriter Ruth Minikin. Uh-huh.
1: weighed out by tons of blunder and you
0: looking around online you played here a bunch of times yeah so why did Blue Hill become kind of one of the favorite places to play
2: yeah I t- um I was so lucky um within the first couple of weeks of living here I was two years ago I um one of the teachers that I worked with I was asking about open mics and uh specifically like Korean venues um to play and she said oh I was at this place once so it was kind of groovy and kind of like pub style like underground and cozy let's go there and so I did and uh, the woman that was running it at the time Gian, like instantly um, like we hit it off and she became my friend and uh, I played a couple open mics and then she was asking me to play concerts and uh, like when are you coming back She's a big folk fan, so... um, And although, like, the open mics were mostly hip-hop artists, everybody was so nice and so, (laughs) like, accommodating and just polite, and um, I didn't feel like there was any judgment or any... um, Yeah, it was just comfortable right away.
0: So what brought you to Jeju initially?
2: Um, It was a job, um... Uh, There was a posting for a music teacher. So um, I had been like a professional musician for 15 years. And in the last year of touring, I had decided I was going to uh, potentially go back to school and do a master's in art education because um, that's what my degree is in art. And I was thinking about teaching as a new Uh, path and um, my friend had said well why don't you try teaching first before you spend money on a new degree Uh, see if you like it see if you're good at it see if you can even have a job because you've never had a job and then at a gig um, you know I was then I started like a dialogue with my audiences about how I was going to um, stop playing music and, um, thinking about becoming a teacher, any recommendations for beautiful places, and I wanted to get back into scuba diving and nature and, uh, somewhere that I could relax.
0: What works for you here on Jeju in terms of lifestyle that Mm. you couldn't find back home? And where's home?
2: Yeah, uh, home is Nova Scotia, uh, Canada, East Coast, and, uh, lifestyle-wise, um, well, this has been my first job, so... Um, Outside of
0: just being a musician?
2: Yeah, so I've been so lucky. that I feel very, very privileged in my, uh, my lifestyle uh, up until this point. Um, but the reason why I wanted to change direction is um, being a, a musician and touring and traveling all the time is very tiring, and it takes a lot of emotional energy and a lot of... Um, mental energy and uh, ran my own business for those years as well so your business? yeah my my music my okay. music company my label Songmill music so i'm uh, working at all hours all the time always phoning always emailing always selling myself as an artist writing grants hoping for the best hoping for <laughs> um someone's gonna uh, buy my idea
0: and what's different about being a teacher on JJ?
2: Um, well, I, w- I work a couple hours a day. And um, at the end of the day, I don't have people calling me. I don't have people emailing me. I don't have to hassle anybody. I go to work for my scheduled hours. And then I get to go home to uh, my beautiful apartment in Wado <laughs> yeah, on the ocean. I mean, I could have all that in Nova Scotia as well, like ocean and beauty, but um, yeah, I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to get back into scuba diving, and it kind of been on the back burner for about 10 years, I hadn't had the time um, to put into it, and here my schedule's just opened up, and I have uh, lots of time to travel, and not travel to play music, but just travel to see culture, and to document, and to, t- like, because my degree's in art, and I got back into uh, photo taking a lot, and um Yeah, and it's so uh, liberating when I get on an airplane and I don't have all of, um, yeah, yeah, I don't have like all this stuff that I'm toting around all the time, and um, I'm just going to relax instead of going to work.
0: And you fall in love with JJ.
2: I love it here, yeah. What
0: do you love specifically?
2: Um, I think it's absolutely beautiful. Um, The water is incredible. I mean even now it's probably 18 degrees the water temperature it's fabulous I went diving maybe a month ago and it was like 20 20 degrees I know the the water temperature stays warm uh, like much longer than the air temperature and yeah so I'd say probably the water is the Hanyo dive right outside my window they're in there every day it's time to rise and I'm bitter. not concerned with I've played a couple festivals uh, in Seoul, uh, and I've um, I've flown into Busan and then taken the KTX up the center of the country um, just to see the the landscape. And then over New Year's, I went to uh, Gangyang, which is on the east coast, the northern east coast of Korea, to visit a friend that's there and uh, beautiful beach. Um, yeah so a a little bit but not not a lot yeah
0: um back to your music uh you come from a musical family i do uh just how musical are they looking on your website a bit (laughs) it seems like i want to dig a bit yeah what did you grow up playing or what was what was music like in your home uh
2: music was like air uh it was just always there and lots of it I didn't know how special it was until I went to school and realized that not everybody's family, this wasn't the norm. Um, I, was, um, I was raised by hippies, and um, so we would go to music festivals from the time that I was a baby, so communal music and uh, singing around campfires, living out of vans. Um, all that stuff was just um, part of my life and I didn't see it as being different than, I didn't think of anything abnormal about it until I yeah, went to school age and then realized that, wait, not everybody th- can sing <laughs> harmony to bluegrass music? What? Um, yeah, so I, I was singing from the time that I was talking. I just, uh, and singing harmony and I had an ear for melody and uh just natural um yeah when
0: did you you first pick up a guitar when did you first pick up an accordion
2: yeah um let's see so i started with piano when i was eight ish and then uh, i did classical uh for way too long it seemed and then um high school is when i finally got my first guitar um And I started writing songs, like my own songs, uh, when I was about 15, I guess. I had um, always loved writing stories, writing poetry, um, and writing music too, but I hadn't melded the two until I was around 15, and I got a guitar, and I was able to take it into my room. (laughs) Which is, you can't do that with a piano, you know, that's always in your family room and people, although my family are totally groovy and stuff, it's just sometimes uh, with that initial, like initial creativity, you need that isolation that you can, you know, find, find your voice, find um, sometimes, you know, private moments, uh, you know, you can think uh, more clearly and... um yeah, so it was when I had the piano or the guitar in my hand, and I could. It was then mobile. Then I became uh, able to.
0: That's about influences. You grew up musically, you say there's a lot of bluegrass around. Um, What other family style music was played around the house that you and your brother, your parents, that you would listen to around the house?
2: Yeah, um, my parents listened to tons of different types of music. Uh, Their record collections are incredible. I inherited my dad's when he passed away four years ago. It's awesome. Uh, Thousands of great albums. the first type of music that I really made me want to, like, perform on stage, like, get up and think about, um, like, that was exciting enough that I wanted to perform was R&B music, like, old 60s uh, Otis Redding, Aretha Franklin, uh, Marvin Gaye, um, that type of uh, R&B, like, old-school R&B. I loved uh, horn arrangements, I think, like, my classical mind had um loves like the little details in the r&b um yeah arrangements and it's it's like um yeah it's like icing on the cake kind of thing and i um got to go to a couple rock camps when i was 13 and 14 and yeah i would always sing like aretha franklin and um really excited
0: you played at South by Southwest, yeah. North by Northwest, East Coast Music Awards. Yeah. You've, partici- you, you've released a dozen albums with your different bands, yeah. you've been part of dozens more as a bi- as a yeah. supporting musician or singer. Yeah. So what are some of the highlights of your career?
2: Oh, wow. Um, like I said, I just feel so... Like music, to me... Um, And I'll say it again tonight like whenever I perform it makes me feel like who I am and it's So grateful that I've I found this outlet that I can um, For one that I'm talented at and then for two that I can express and use as a therapy Um, The uh, The idea of uniting because of music is fabulous Uh, also like when now that I've been touring the world and playing music too, I th- I see music as a language that doesn't even have uh, you don't even need to understand the words uh, and yet you're, s- you're communicating. It's like this um, it's like this whole other language.
0: M- uh, music transcends barriers? <laughs> quote that man. Whoa. Okay, so... So
2: like yeah. highlights I mean, I am, like I said, I'm so privileged. I've done all kinds of met all kinds of amazing people performed at all kinds of beautiful venues Um, playing in art galleries in Spain of course is like a dream come true Um, playing, uh, singing with the Nova Scotia Symphony Uh, like a hundred musicians as your backing band doesn't get any better than that, like just the energy that is created when you're standing on stage with a hundred people and everybody's in it together is um, yeah, it's just wild and the same thing when I perform and I try to get people singing or, you know, I try to I've, I've asked come up on stage and people get up on stage with me and it's something that I can share and it's easy it's so easy for me and it fills me up
1: What's done? It's not for dwelling.
0: For sure. What does that mean? What is that like?
2: Yeah, it's hard work. Just like any, like, uh, art and business, you know, they're not on the same plane. They're completely different. uh, They're kind of like opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, You have something that somebody wants to sell, and then you have something that someone has made for themselves as... um, you know a passion so it doesn't yeah it's tough they don't they kind of they block heads a lot and it's tough but like Canada I must say is we still have grants so that's something whereas um, there's lots of countries out there that don't and um, and luckily I found all sorts of supporters Through different funding bodies, that um, over the years, you know, I couldn't have done. uh, A lot of my wacky ideas, like even my last album, the Minikins photo album, is uh, written around family photographs. And how I was able to take the time out of my touring schedule to write that album was to get money. Um, from tourism Nova Scotia because it had to do with ancestry and so constantly trying to like um, find that pocket that is applicable and um, and hope that uh, it works out and it did luckily
0: What are some of the challenges that you face when starting over musically in a new country? You've been in J.J. a couple years?
2: Yeah, two years um like I said, it was super easy. Blue Hill welcomed me. Uh, and the thing is, I, I don't really f- feel like I'm starting over because I have zero agenda here. It's not my bread and butter. It's, um, it's completely passion. It has, um, I have no expectations and so I'm, I'm never disappointed. Um, and playing live, I can or I don't need to you know where sometimes uh, as a, an independent musician in Canada someone offers you a show and you may not want to play that venue for whatever reason or you know that the promoter isn't a groovy person or but you need to pay your rent and you need to so it becomes business yeah, yeah we're here it's not it's not about business at all
0: who did the awesome art and design on your webpage?
2: Yeah, my good friend Jesse Jacobs. Yeah, you should check him out. Uh, one Million Mouse is his blog, and um, fantastic illustrator from New Brunswick, uh, Canada.
0: And what's your webpage address?
2: Uh, Ruthminikin.CA It's two N's. Uh,
0: yeah,
2: R-U-T-H-M-I-N-N-I-K-I-N.
0: Finally, what are your goals as a musician in 2015?
2: Um, I'm uh, gonna try and, well I've started writing uh, an album kind of as a dedication to the ocean and to the henyo um, so I've written one tune already um, where I'm from in Nova Scotia um, it's farming and fishing uh, were like the natural resources for ever and ever and um, so it's kind of uh, but more like the male-based role where the, the men, the fathers and the grandfathers have gone to sea and have fished the ocean and have risked their lives on the boats and the storms and um, they die every year and sad stories and um, where all those folk songs come from. It's hard, hard work. And so then moving here to Jeju and seeing that it's the women's role here the same thing they go into the water they risk their lives they feed their families Um, so I kind of wrote this song about um, verse to verse about the men and the women and how um, everybody essentially ends up as water our bodies are water bodies of water I think is going to be the title of the song and how we start in the ocean and then we we end up in the ocean
0: a songwriter living in Jeju City. Mm. Thanks for speaking with the Korea family.
2: Oh, thanks a lot, Andre.
0: this week's Korea file. You can find more Ruth Minikin on iTunes or check out her label song mill music and upcoming shows at ruthminikin.ca. You can find the Korea file on iTunes or at Spreaker.com or like us on Facebook. From Sagi Village on Jeju Island, I'm Andre Goulet.